It's a beautiful day. The question that I want to pose first thing this morning, the a not the question, but a question I like to pose to us um, this morning. First thing off, I want to ask you this, and I'm going to give you some time to think about it. We don't need a whole book, but um, just want to ask you this question. Oh, well, it's two questions, but I'm going to ask the first one. I'm going to post it real quick. Let me type it up. Give me just, just one moment. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. What can I do? No. What is it about you that brings God glory? What is it about you? That brings God glory. Good morning, Sharonda. What is it about you? I, I want us to all think about it. And we can go ahead and start responding as soon as uh, you can. Or you can go ahead and work on typing your response in. What is it about you that brings God glory? Mm, what is it about you? What What is it about your life? What is it? What is it about who you are? Not necessarily about what you do yet but we want to really focus on what is it about you that brings god glory again i don't want to talk about what we what we do what is it about you that brings god glory good morning cynthia well you probably would have to include something about what you do um so what it is what is it about you that brings god glory Good morning, Alonzo Atkins. What is it about you that brings God glory? Oh, what is it about you that brings God glory? What is it? Good morning, Melinda. What is it about you that brings God glory? Again, you don't have to write a book. Uh, each of us. Um, each of us should be able to identify what it is about us that brings our God glory. You know, what is it about you? Good morning, Miss Pat. And I think we're going to go move on to like the second question because I don't know if y'all are typing or not typing. So the next question will be, what can I do today to bring glory to the name of Jesus? What is something that I could do today? What can I do today? Thank you, Alonzo. Being consistent. That's good. Which, which question are you answering, uh, Nika Nicole? What can I do today? Wisdom. Yeah. Good, Cynthia. The way I love and care for people. That's important. That is the foundation. His love that he showed towards us and how, how we relay that love towards other people. Share. Um, share his message 
It's a continuation of his mission that has become our mission. Right? Good morning, Felicia. Karen, good morning. Miss Ava, good morning. Today we're talking about, or just for the moment, you know, what can I do today to bring glory to the name of Jesus? What can I do today to bring glory to the name of Jesus? What can I do today? And I, and, and the more you we you, we think about it, the more we ponder upon it. Um, I think a lot of times we do things because it's in our heart to do them, and we we really don't equate that to bringing glory to His name. We 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 don't equate it a lot of times, even though it is. Good morning, Katandra. Good morning, Lynn. Yet, good morning. Again, Lynn. So. Um, I just want us to think about that this morning. What, what can I do today? And what is it about my life that brings God glory? And then what can I do today, today to bring glory to his name? Good morning, Miss Jackie. Kernika, good morning. Yeah, that's real good. So anyway, that's just, just a kickoff for this morning. Um, so, a question, another question that I want to ponder, and, and, and this is where we're going to go um, today. Has my faith lost its power? Good morning, Kanitha. Has my faith lost its power? Mm. If you don't mind, everybody, let's type that on. Has my faith lost its power? Has my faith lost its power? Romans chapter 4, verse 18 through 20. Romans 4, 18 through 20. Has my faith lost uh, its power? Has my faith lost its power? Romans 4, 18 through 20. Good news translation. Abraham believed in hope, even when there was no reason for hoping. Let's pause right there. Abraham believed and hoped, even when there was no reason for hoping. You know, uh, it's very important for us to remember that, uh, you know, many times we can, can believe God for so many things and hope for so many things. And many of us do it when the way seems impossible. Many of us do it when the way seems impossible, when it seems like it's an absolutely crazy thing to even think about or to even hope for or to even wait on. The Bible says in Romans chapter 4 and verse 18, Abraham believed and hoped even when there was no reason for hoping. Oh, that's somebody who really believes in the power of faith. That is somebody who really believes in the power of faith when you can hope when there's no reason to hope. When you can hang on when it seems like there's no reason to hang on. When you can be, uh, uh, remain steadfast when when really there's no reason. It says he, 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 I'm going to type it in. He believed and hoped, even when there was no reason for hoping. Is that, you know, have you ever had any moments in your life? Good morning, Brittany. 
Have you ever had any moments, good morning, Nikki, in your life when you say, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm still here. I don't know why. I, I don't know why, but I'm still here. I don't know what for, but I'm waiting. I, I, I'm, I'm expected. I don't know what I'm expecting. You know, I don't know why I'm, I'm, I have this crazy type faith or why I believe like I believe, why I keep going when it doesn't seem like it's making much of a difference. Good morning, Antoinette. But Abraham believed in hope even when there was no reason for it. A lot of people look at your life, even as you look at your life, you may find that there's, I just don't feel there's no reason for me to stay here. There's no reason you know, for me to do it, nothing's happening, nothing's moving, nothing's shifting, uh, nothing's coming to pass, nothing's being manifested. But I'm still here because I, I don't. I, I'm believing. I'm believing, even when I don't see anything possible, I don't see anything good coming of it. But because Abraham hoped, even when there was no reason for him hoping, the Bible says. So and so became the father of many nations. Listen, just as the scripture says, your descendants will be as many as the stars. Wait a minute now. Wait a minute. All he had, listen, all he had was a word. Lisa, good morning. I want to encourage somebody today, you that's listening. Sometimes you may only be functioning. You may only be believing. You may be only hanging on because you received the word. Some of us, the word is the only thing that we have to believe on. The only thing that's sure in our life. Chaos around. Controversy happened. Uh, conflict occurring. Instability in your marriage. Uh, instability in your finances. The only thing whew, many of us can say that we have to hold on to. The only thing that's keeping me going is this word that I received. Good morning, Alicia. Good morning, Katrina. The only thing that's keeping me going is this word. Woo! The only thing keeping me going is this word. Abraham said, let me, let me read verse 19. Lord have mercy, Jesus. Sis, don't bother me, girl. Listen, verse 19. He was then, when, when he received his word, his situation already looked glim, uh, uh, grim. When he received this word, he was already, listen, he was already beyond where he thought he would be successful at what the Lord has promised him. He was then almost 100 years old, but his faith did not weaken when he thought of his body. Oh my God, which was already practically dead. Or of the fact that Sarah could not have children. He was almost a hundred years old when he received this word that your descendants will be as many as the stars. It's like, wait a minute, Lord, you 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 telling me this, but I'm a hundred. His faith, my God Jesus. Whoo! His faith. Listen, his, the Bible says his faith did not weaken when he thought of his body. I want to make sure that each of us understands that God knows every aspect of our lives. He knows every crease and crevice of our lives. When he gives us a word, 
word. His word is not predicated upon our current status. His word is not predicated upon what we see or how our body acts. You know, you, some people say, you know, man, God has called me to do this or he's spoken this to me and I'm looking at my health is failing. I got a bad knee. I got a bad back. You know, my neck, I have neck problems. Uh, it says, no, 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 no. And, and his faith never weakened. But his faith did not weaken when he thought of his body. Listen, listen how this writer says this, which was practically dead, which was practically dead. The question we're posing this morning or that we did pose for those who are coming on. Good morning, Miss Jackie. The question that we we um, uh, posed this morning is, has your faith lost its power? Has your faith lost its power? Good morning, uh, Miss Tannis. Monica, good morning. Whew, my Jesus. Monica, good morning. Sharper, good morning. Tanya, good morning. Has has my faith lost its power? Uh, Abraham, this writer says his he was almost a hundred years old, but his faith did not weaken. When he thought of his body, which was practically dead, listen, Lord, which was, it was practically dead, but because of the power of his faith, whoo, I, whoo, I, I know it's some things in your life that, that may seem almost dead, relationship dead, almost dead. It looks like it has no hope, has no life to it, practically dead. Financial situation, practically dead. Career opportunities, practically dead. <laughs> Woo! Lord, have mercy. Lord, but everything was practically dead. The fact that Sarah was barren and could not have no children, it did not weaken his faith. Good morning, Ebony. I love you. Mom Bug, good morning. Listen. But look, look at, look at, I want all of us. In, okay. I'm typing it. And I want you to respond. Uh, good morning, Wanda. Is there anyone currently facing a situation that appears dead? If that's you, I just want to say, I want you to say me. Good morning, CC. Anyone facing, currently facing a situation that appears dead? That appears dead. I'm, I'm, I feel like running. I feel like running. Oh, my Jesus. This thing is speaking to my spirit. It is speaking to my spirit. Oh, I just want you to think. It, 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 it could be relationship. It could be a career movement. It could be career opportunity. It could be a, a, a financial. I think I might have said that already. It could be financial. I mean, it can be uh, health-wise. Anybody currently facing a situation that appears dead? My Jesus. Mm. I want to talk. I'm talking. I need to speak power to your faith. Woo! I need to speak power to your faith. Help me, Jesus. Oh, I need to speak power to your faith. I need to speak power to your faith. I need to speak power to your faith. Help me, Jesus. I feel the Holy Ghost. I need to speak power to your faith. I need to speak power to your faith. Let me let me say this for the every person who is uh, honestly responding uh, that you are facing currently facing a situation that appears dead. Let me say this to you. 
You are in a perfect place. Ooh, you are in a perfect place for the for, for the resurrecting power of Jesus Christ to be made evident in your life. Notice, notice, it, there are a lot of people who um uh, who don't like to acknowledge that they're in dead situations. But let me tell you, you're, you're in the same situation as Abraham. You're in the same situation as Abraham. And I want to speak to you today. When God has spoken a word over your life and in a situation in your life, whatever God has spoken, you have to make sure that no matter how your situation looks, no matter how your uh, situation feels, how things may be apparent to you, the power of your faith, oh my God, has the ability to shift your situation. When God lays his hand on anything that's dead, when he speaks to any place, to any situation, to any um, circumstance that de- that is dead, he has the power and the ability to turn that thing around to where what was once dead can no longer remain dead. So if God has prophesied, if he has spoken, if he has allowed somebody to speak something to you, if you have responded and you have been in agreement with his word, listen, you got to be like Abraham. I don't care how dead it is. I'm going to stick with the word that God has spoken. I don't care how dead the marriage seems. I don't care how dead my dreams seem. I don't care how stagnant my progressions seems I am going to believe what God says. The Bible declares whose report will you believe? I'm going to believe the report of the Lord. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it smells like. Lazarus smelled when he was dead. He had been there in the grave. They had buried him. Jesus went away and stayed away when he came back. Lazarus was dead, but because of the power in the faith of those two sisters when they got back with him and because Jesus loved Lazarus he had the ability to speak power to faith (laughs) come here honey he has the ability to speak power to our faith the Bible says Abraham I gotta go y'all I got to get out of Dodge. I got to go. Duty is calling me. He was then almost 100 years old, but his faith did not weaken when he thought of his body, which was already practically dead, or of the fact that Sarah could not have children. The Bible says in verse 23, and I got to get ready to close to get out of Dodge, y'all. Lord, help me, Jesus. Lord, help us all, Jesus. Help us all, Jesus. Verse number 20, his faith did not leave him listen i want to say this to everybody his faith did not leave him and he did not doubt god's promises lord have mercy his faith did not leave him and he did not doubt god's promise you gotta make sure that no matter how difficult it gets how hard it seems how um how painful it may be, make sure you do not doubt God's promises. Everybody can't understand it. Everybody won't understand it. Everybody's not going to like it. You're going to have people to point their fingers at 
at you? Can you imagine? Ooh, can you imagine Abraham still being uh, cordial to people who thought his promise was ridiculous? It's some people who think that your promise and what you're still shouting about, what you still have your hands lifted up about, what you're praising God about, what you're worshiping God about. Some people think it's ridiculous, but you got to make sure that regardless of how uncomfortable your life may become, you got to stop listening to the naysayers and listening to people who think that what God has promised you and that word that you're holding on to is ridiculous. Make sure you never doubt God's promises. The Bible says, listen at verse number 20, the latter part. The Bible says that his faith did not leave him and he did not doubt God's promise. His faith filled him with the power. His faith filled him with power. Oh my Jesus. Okay. Okay. His faith. Oh, Mm. oh, his faith, don't capitalize the H. His faith, Lord help us. His faith filled him with power. Power to hold on. Power to keep moving. Power to stay on it. Don't doubt God's promises. I don't care how ridiculous it looks, how crazy it sounds, how impossible it may seem. The Bible says what seems impossible with man, what seems impossible to the the pastor, what seems impossible to your friends, what seems impossible to your co-workers is always possible with God. Woo! I will not. Listen. Y'all have mercy, Jesus. Make sure that your faith don't lose its power. I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the morning shift. Thank y'all for tuning in. Remember, you like it, you love it. Make sure you share it. Tag a neighbor. Tag a friend. Tag your cousin them. Tag somebody that you know is struggling with holding on to the power in your faith. The Bible says, and I got to close this verse. The Bible says that, uh, verse 20, his faith did not leave him and he did not doubt God's promise. His faith filled him with power. His faith filled him with power and he gave praise to God. He praised God before it happened. He praised God just at the thought of it happening. He praised God because God said it. I'm not praising him because, remember now, because in verse 18, he said there was no reason for him to have hope. There was no reason for him to have hope, but he still praised God when everything seemed hopeless. He still gave God glory, even when... Anyway, y'all, I appreciate y'all for tuning in. Y'all come back now here. I'll see y'all tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel. Go by and visit my friends at the Red Isle. Let them take care of you. They take care of you, girl. Oh, listen, we come on Monday through Friday, 7-ish. Oh, my God. Make sure that your faith don't lose its power. Hold on to the promises of God. Don't doubt it, even when you feel hopeless, even when you feel helpless. Do not doubt the promises of our God. The promises of your God. Peace. I'm out. Hallelujah.